Welcome to Last Looks, your go-to source for all things health, beauty, and business. I'm your host, Ada Trin, and I'm a makeup artist turned entrepreneur here to help you grow and thrive in the beauty market. Now sit back and relax, enjoy the show, and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes coming out every Tuesday morning. Hey guys, welcome back to the Last Looks Podcast. This is episode two, and today I have someone super special. (laughs) Uh, His name is Andrew, and he lives here with me. He's my boyfriend. Andrew, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. (laughs) (laughs) Can you tell us a little bit about you and what you do and what your business experience is? Sure. So uh, my nine-to-five job is uh, I'm a security specialist for a government contractor. Uh, the the contractor mostly does it's a think tank, so it mostly does research. And right now, with the whole COVID nineteen situation, they've been getting a lot of contracts with our government and doing medical research for that. So, um, as part of security, my job is to facilitate a lot of the the protocols and procedures with handling that information, um, and also personnel security. So, you know, a lot of things the government does is is not meant for public knowledge or not yet. So there's a lot of security involved in securing those documents. So that's that's my normal day job. And I'm fortunate enough to be considered an essential worker. But on the flip side, I don't work at the office every day because of the social distancing thing. I get to work part-time from home, and then sometimes I go in the office to do other things. So that's that. In terms of my business experience, a lot of it was really from you. Um, we Well, I jumped on to Guys Etiquette many times and helped you out with a lot of different things in a lot of different areas. I think I've done probably a little bit of everything. And then later on, when you started Lunula, the nail salon, I jumped on board and helped you out with that and ended up managing the salon until we eventually sold it. And aside from that, I've associated with a lot of business people. My brother's into business. I'm really fascinated with entrepreneurship and uh, I, I tend to lean more towards the leadership side of things, more management side of things. So. Yeah. I mean, talking about leadership, I feel like you jumped in and helped me manage that salon. It was, I'm not much of an organized entrepreneur. I don't know if you've realized. Well, there, there's a lot to, to manage. There's a lot to deal with. So yeah, it, it, it helps to have help. <laughs> yeah. So today we are talking about the fallacy of having more time because Andrew and I last night were having a conversation about what people are doing right now um, during quarantine, you know. Uh, for instance, for myself, I've been doing a lot of nothing, even with this podcast. Most of the time I'm doing nothing. And also we saw a quote online by a guy named Jer- Jeremy Hines. I think it was circulating online and people were talking about it. It was like, a huge controversy that kind of came out of it. So the quote goes, quote, if you don't come out of this quarantine with either one, a new skill, two, starting what you've been putting off like a new business, or three, more knowledge, you didn't ever lack the time. You lacked the discipline. What do you think about that, Andrew? Well, I I mean, it's nice that Jeremy is trying to be encouraging to people, you know, and, and there's, there's this big hustle mindset when it comes to entrepreneurship, which it is, that is kind of the, 
the, I guess, culture of being an entrepreneur is there's a lot of hustling. There's a, a tremendous amount of work that goes into it, a tremendous amount of time you put towards it. So I can see that what he's trying to say is, you know, you have all this time, utilize it, right? Be smart. But I, I, I think why it's controversial is that in, in my opinion and in, in my experience, I think that having more time is not necessarily an excuse that, you know, you should be dedicating that time to your business because there's a lot of things we have to do in life. A lot of us have regular day jobs and then work on our side hustle at home or on our free time, right? So you think, oh, if now that I'm stuck at home, maybe I have to quarantine, maybe I'm not an essential worker, I have all this free time, you know, you, you can easily stress out about, oh, I need to use this time to hustle. But the the thing right. is, is, is that it's, it's not always about the hustle. And I, I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of business people kind of forget the fact that it's not always about 24 seven, your business, because you also have to think about yourself. You're what are you doing this business for? Right. You want a better life. You want to, to create something you want to provide for, for customers. Right. So that's great. But you have to think about yourself too. If you work yourself to death, then what's the point? So I think that having more time is a fallacy it, or in, in this context, it's a fallacy because it doesn't mean you necessarily need to spend it on your business. I think it means you need to spend that extra time on the different important aspects of your life. So your health, you know, spending some time with your family and friends, especially in these times, making sure they're okay. And then, yeah, spend a little extra time on your business, but don't feel bad or stress out because you're not spending all that time in your business. Sometimes you just need a day of nothing. I love doing nothing. It's my favorite thing. After a long week of, of hard work, coming home and just saying, I'm not going to cook. I'm going to order out. I'm going to sit here and just watch TV and sleep in, right? I love doing that because your brain needs it. You you really need to, to focus on yourself and find that balance. Yes, I 100% I agree. Because I always remember saying, hey, if I have more time, I would get this and that done. Because, you know, I work on sets. I work 12 to 15 hours a day. And I'm always like, oh, if I have more time, I'll do this. I'll have more time. I'll do that. But honestly, now that I have more time, I feel like that's not really the case. I've been taking a lot of time to relax, heal my body, go on walks, go on runs, you know, connecting with people, reconnecting with people I haven't talked to in a long time, like you said. Uh, but you said something last night that was really interesting. You said, why did you say uh, that having less time is more motivating? What do you mean by that? So for me, I, I kind of thrive under pressure a little bit. And what I meant by that was was essentially like, for example, if you have something due tomorrow, then you have to get it done. There's no excuse, right? Whatever time you have now is what you have to spend getting that done. Versus if it's due in a week, well, it doesn't need to be done tomorrow, right? You can get a little bit done today, a little bit done tomorrow. Maybe you take the next day off because of other things going on. And then, right? So I, I think it's more motivating because the pressure's on, right? It, you're increasing the heat on the burner and it's going to cook faster. So when you have more time, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get more done. And just to kind of give an, a real world example, there are a lot of companies in recent years experimenting with a, a different kind of work schedule. And they did this study, a few of them did this study where they let employees work four days a week and take the fifth day off. And then of course, weekends were off and they still pay the employees the same. And there, there was no, no other difference other than, oh, one of these days you get to stay home. 
and do whatever you want that day. And they gave them the freedom to choose which day. Some people choose Monday because they didn't like Mondays. They wanted a three-day weekend. Some people choose chose Friday because they figured they didn't get much done on Fridays. Um, also have that weekend. Some people took Wednesday off because they liked having a midweek break to kind of slow down and help take care of their family, do food shopping, things like that. Um, I'm sure a lot of sports games happen on Wednesday nights too. If I can recall being <laughs> yeah. a kid. Um, so yeah, so people, people had the freedom of choosing which day and the deadlines are still the same. Everything was still the same. It was just, Hey, you only work four days now. Um, so optimize that time. So that's what people did. They, they set kind of their own terms on how to get their deadlines done and how to get their work finished. And the, after the studies were complete, pretty much across the board, all these companies found that productivity, productivity actually increased. They were more productive with a four day week than they were with a five day week. And employees uh, as a whole were more satisfied with their work and they were happier. They, they had less stress, they felt less pressured, and they felt more free. And, and for me, that, that illustrates a few things about human behavior. Humans don't want to work for the rest of their life. And no. <laughs> if you love what you do, good, good for you. And you love waking up and working every day. But I, let's be honest, there's not 100% of that job that you love. There, even with your business, if you love your business, I guarantee you there's some aspects of that business that you don't like. You know, some people don't like to lead. They want to focus on the numbers. Some people hate numbers. They don't want to do accounting and worry about that. They, they'd rather connect with clients and talk, right? There's, there's a lot of different skills and things like that um, and that, that people focus on. So I think that that study kind of shows that it's really on us to be smart with our time. And I think on average, if I remember this, this statistic correctly, most workers are only productive for about three hours a day. And that's like an eight, normal eight hour day. And the rest of the time is spent doing, you know, you know, preparing or doing this, doing that, having meetings, all these other things that they don't consider being productive with. So, yeah, to follow up on that, I, I really, really agree because the first, okay. okay so as we are recording this episode, um, we've been in quarantine for six weeks here in LA and the first three weeks I, like I said, I, I didn't do anything. I was just laying around, hanging out all day, you know, relaxing, watching TV. I mean, honestly, I probably binge watch like, like what, five TV shows, right? Well, I mean, to be fair, we didn't really know what was going to happen with the quarantine, how long it was going to last. And, yeah. and, you know, things kind of snowballed a little bit, like only a few stores were closed and every store was closed and, and then grocery stores and essential things. So there was a lot of trying to figure out that but yeah yeah i mean for the past two weeks now i feel so much more productive and i started looking at my schedule and i realized that i only work three to four hours in a day and then the rest of the time it's like i cannot be focused i'm just like oh i want to go out for a walk i want to call my friends i want to call my mom i want to do other things i wanted to do things for myself Rather than sitting in front of a computer, you know, writing notes for my next show or, you know, looking at my Instagram, my work Instagram and seeing what I can do. I feel more productive working three to four hours a day, like you said, and I feel more motivated now than I did before when I was working, I don't know, like maybe 12 hours because I'm on set, you know, um, so yes, I do agree with you on that and just working three to four hours and being a lot more productive. Yeah. And I think just don't kill yourself, right? That's the whole point. And also the whole point of starting a business is 
not just because you're interested in providing some new product or new service. It's also because you want a better life for yourself and you want to be able to enjoy life. Millionaires, when they do podcasts or interviews all the time, they, they, they always say the same thing. It's like, oh, I, now I can do whatever I want with my time because I have all this money. And that's that's the goal we'd like to achieve is we would like to be able to have more time on our side so we can enjoy life and do what we want to do. So when you have periods like this where it's like, yes, I can focus more on my business, but if I do it to the point of exhaustion, am I really being that productive or am I just becoming exhausted? So I think it's important to, yes, spend a little more time on your work and and your side hustle or your business, but also make sure to take some of that free time now to focus on yourself and be healthy and find that balance. Yeah. I think that's hugely important. Yeah. You'll survive much longer. Also, we're not discrediting businesses that are going through a lot of financial struggle and their stress and a lot of people are having to close doors. We're not discrediting that at all. What we're saying is that, you know, business, if you're in business, things go up and down, up and down. That's, it's a roller coaster, you know? Yeah. But what we're trying to say is try to balance it out with uh, self-care, right? Uh, with time for yourself and taking care of you because you come first, you know? Yes, your business might be losing a lot of money. You might be, you know, closing doors or, um, you know, you're not going to be able to have your employees on salary anymore. You know, these are stressful situations. And of course, this is a very unique time in our lifetime, you know? So just be... um, vigilant right about your health uh, your mental health and your um yeah taking care of your body yeah and it, yeah it's it's a it's a tough time now because as you mentioned people are almost forced to be closed and for me a lot of big corporations you know their their philosophy is the the quickest way to save money is to let people go because employees are expensive they're very very expensive and it's true but you know when you look at the numbers and and there is there are studies to prove this uh, it's actually more expensive to fire employees and then hire them later because hiring practices is expensive in and of itself and getting oh, employees yeah. set up is expensive. So uh-huh. you, you have to do what you have to do. If you're forced to fire employees or let them go to save your business, then, you know, we understand you have to do what you need to do for your businesses to to survive. Um, but that being said, th- there also comes into play what's called business continuity. And uh, I'm actually surprised I didn't really learn about this until later when studying something else. But business continuity is is a principle where whenever there's some kind of natural disaster or some kind of crisis and it forces your business to close or you lose a lot of assets, you need to have a plan to carry your business through. And without having one, you can make or break your business. There is a, I believe it was a story about Burger King during Hurricane Andrew. They lost a ton of locations, like physically lost locations. The hurricane just ripped them right out of the ground and there's nothing left. So what they did is they they had a business continuity plan, and the plan was to have temporary offices set up in the interim, and they could continue doing business there. And I don't know if their profits dipped. I wouldn't be surprised if it did, because that's just, you know, the nature of things. But they were able to survive and with very little impact on their overall business. So right now it's difficult if you have a service-based industry, or if you work in the service-based industry, service-based business, it's difficult because we have all this social distancing going on. Mm -hmm. But that being said... There's ways of pivoting that business. There's ways of of kind of turning that into money, if you will, and converting it into cash. A good example is somebody we know who runs a nail salon. They can't do nails anymore, obviously. But what they did is they found out that their employees could sew. 
So they had their employees come in with masks and social distancing, and then they said, hey, here's some, here's some materials. Let's sew some masks. Let's sell some masks. Are they going to make as much money as if they did nails? Probably not. Maybe they did. I don't know. I don't know how much they produced. Um, but yeah. as far as I know, they're still running. They're still okay, and and they're still sticking it through. So Yeah. I saw some restaurants um, currently just switching over to selling produce as well, too. I heard about that. Yeah, that's yeah. really smart. So they're they, learning how to adapt. There, there was a really good podcast um, what was the list? What was that? The pod- journal? The journal. Yeah, the journal is talking about how a lot of farmers are just dumping food in the middle of nowhere because they can't sell it. And it's because there are two different supply chains. Some farmers grow strictly for restaurants. Some grow strictly for, you know, uh, grocery stores. And so the since restaurants are closing, they're not buying produce. And then these farmers have aren't part of the other supply chain, so they have to dump all their food. And, yeah. and it's just like... But those grocery stores or those restaurants, sorry, could say, hey, no, let's just start selling produce because we have the supply. Yeah. Very smart way of pivoting. It's crazy right now, guys. So to wrap it up for today, what is the takeaway from having all this time, Andrew? What are your thoughts on that? I, I, for me, the takeaway is it's, it's a tough time. Stick it through. Do what you got to do to survive. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe if you have a business continuity plan, reevaluate it, look at it, see how to strengthen it, see how, how to change it or how well it's working. If not create a business continuity plan, there's plenty of templates and ideas online for doing that. Um, and yes, you have all this time. So spend a little bit of it on your business, but don't forget to spend some of that time on yourself. Think about it as a gift, focus on, on your health just as much as your business. And I guarantee it's going to pay off in the end. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. And um, yeah, that was great. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Yeah. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss out new episodes coming out every Tuesday morning. Also, if you haven't yet, please go check us out on Instagram at Last Looks Podcast to keep in touch and just to say hi. All right. See you guys next time. Bye.